You're very welcome to another edition of The Race Hour, brought to you with our hosts here at BetBright in the studio, myself, Dean Ryan, and joining me, Devin Nolan is back. Hello, Dean. How are you? Really good. Uh, Chris Reed is back. Disco Reed is back. Well, Dean, how's it going? Really good. good. And uh, we're running into Punchestown week, so it's always an exciting time to be in your two gentlemen's company, I have to say. Looking forward Disco to a bit of Punchestown. Yeah, time. well, Disco's there, yeah. Yeah, I kind of get out of the office once a year to go racing, once or twice a year, and Punchestown's always always one of them. Anyway, I'm a big fan of the meeting, yeah. Yeah, first day of Punchestown is a day to be there. We will be there, and um, we'll come on to a bit of Punchestown as well in a little while. But since we last caught up on the race hour, um, we've we've well we haven't discussed a few of the key meetings. Let's start maybe with uh, Fairy House and our Duke running away with the Irish Grand National. Uh, did it in the style of a Gold Cup horse, I might suggest. Uh, Demo, you kick on first. He, he did it in a way that I think we thought he could do it. We actually said on the podcast that it was his to lose. Now I ended up not backing him then stupidly. Me too. After saying all of that, I yeah. ended up trying to be too smart and uh, looking for some of the outsiders. Manella, for you, fell, um, but it. It was immaterial. Who else was in the race? He was just far, far too good. It's going to change the way this race is um, attacked from now on. I think it, if you have a good novice like him, you might just hold him back for it because the handicapper has proven in the past that they kind of struggle to put novices on a mark. So if you have a good one like that, you may as well go for it. He's very, very good. You'd need to see him do it in proper company now uh, before you go put him in the same league as a might bite or um, or your favourite horse, York Hildine. And... Um, I think he's uh, he's very good, and they have they now have two Gold Cup horses. When I mean, did before this season, Jessica Harrington um, hadn't had a runner in the Gold Cup ever, and next year now she's sizing John and Arduke. She'll have two in it next into. year. That's a fact. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of Arduke, Chris? Yeah, really, really impressive. Um, I, I suppose I've known Arduke a bit now because I've been running against Disco a few times as That's well. That's right. Nice um, boost. But uh, yeah, it's a nice boost, but different trip, obviously. I was yeah. so impressed. I was really impressed with Arduke. Um, other new two lads, I did back it on the day. I even thought 6-1 to one on the day was probably too big. It was. And especially with, there were some bookmaking firms going six, seven places. I thought it was an absolute no-brainer. Um, but right, I didn't right. think no, I didn't think he'd <laughs> I didn't think he'd win in the style that he did. Yeah. Uh, thought he was very impressive. Got a great ride. Uh, Puppy's having some year altogether, isn't he? Oh, yeah. believe. Um, gave him a great ride. Sure, he knew exactly what he was doing. He threw him out in front. He was gone. There was nothing catching him. Like of the ones that are in behind it. Um, I, I'm not too sure whether I pick I, anything out no. of it, but less the like, wings second kind of proves to me that they were all much and much in this. Yeah, like. sure, that's been second now three years in a row, is it? Twice. twice. Last two years, but, yeah. I should have won it last year. Tell yeah. them as well. Um, but, yeah, no, yeah. very impressed. Okay, very impressed. I, got two things, I got two things to say about the Irish National. Yeah. We kind of overcomplicated, I think, calling it the Irish National and trying to be clever not to find... Well, trying to find a horse to beat our Duke. When you looked at that field and the amount of Gigginstown runners in it, and I think 10 of them were at the bottom 10 of the betting, it really was an Irish National with 20 runners in it. It wasn't the same, yeah. wasn't the same kind of Irish National that you get in the past. So I'm going to remember that for next time Gigginstown run 100. Gigginstown want to be ashamed of themselves running the likes of the Game Changer and That's stuff. That's disgraceful. It's like, disgraceful. Like, like, Alfred Dezobo is running there after bleeding twice and now looks like he's engaged at Punchestown as well. Like, they, they, oh, I can't understand. I know they're helping a brother out in terms of. The he said about Phil Smith, didn't he? After with the, with the Grand National weights, that um, Phil Smith was jeopardising horses' health because of the weight he was putting <laughs> on their backs. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's running a horse that bled the last twice, uh, a few weeks in a row. He's in running a Irish horse, the game changer, who barely stays over two miles, and they're running him 
in the Irish Grand National big time Gigan's don't have a lot to answer to be honest. big time and the other point I'd make is that Jess Carrington I think and maybe connections of our Duke were getting a little bit of stick about Duck and Cheltenham but they went and won an Irish Grand National it's with worth a, novice, a lot of money now which is Irish worth National, an absolute like, it's fortune a bomb, like, it's, Gen- it's it genius like, placement yeah. genius absolutely agree. any criticism that went their way before and has been answered uh, I, with, with a plomb surely there's a, I don't exactly know, but there, there's surely a big chance now of keeping the two of them away from each other our Duke and Sizen and John is there there'd be enough races for them to be until yeah, Cheltenham more than likely I think yeah. so but um, yeah. like they, she's two good horses on her hands there like. she's got some lovely lovely horses and do you know what Punchestown's really a weak <laughs> when she doesn't fire um, for the rest of the season Punchestown's when she comes good so yeah. everyone is in trouble this week if we're taking on Jess Carrington but <laughs> we will get to that let's talk about um, well, unless anyone else wants to pick out any of the races from Fairy House I was going to move on to the Scottish National but uh, if someone wants to pick one out you can it was a very good meeting Augusta Kate was absolutely excellent yeah. um, she was really really brave uh, very good meeting Dean a lot of horses uh, Sam Crow was out of this world I think Sam Crow is one of the best bumper horses um, I've seen in quite a while if he rocks up to that punches down champion bumper he's a woeful good price at 5-1 to one. he looks like he will because you know like I say helping a brother out they're running everything De- exactly and um, so if Sancro at the moment five to one, I reckon he does run, and I reckon the current favourite Fiona will probably go for the Phillies bumper. So uh, yeah. Sancro at five to one could well be an absolutely stonking price because he's far and away the best bumper horse that we've seen this season. Dean. Good shout indeed. Um, yeah, I was impressed with Augusta Kate as you mentioned. Scottish National now we we're all very keen on Southfield Royale uh, during the season being a well handicapped horse. I think what he proved there the weekend is that he's not quite Southfield Royale of before he got injured. That would be my view. I was a bit disappointed with him because everything had gone to plan for him in the race. And Vincenti has gone and won it again. And I can't a, a, believe I didn't back for him. A marvellous ride. Yeah, I put him up for the English Grand National. Uh, that I really, went well. <laughs> I really liked the horse. Fell at the first. So he didn't have a run. And I didn't back him then. I, 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 like I'm a moron sometimes. And... Um, sometimes being the questionable part there of that statement but um, I thought he was very good very brave brilliant ride but from Sam Twiston Davis and Paul Nichols has opened up the old title race again Dean he's yeah, 150 yeah. grand or so behind he could have that ebbed away by, by the weekend really couldn't he he could he had to uh, he had to win that big one to put it back in the mix bet 365 gold cup will play into that one wouldn't it he, yeah. seem, he seems to have no horses though or is it just me Like he doesn't I, have any horse picking, rated higher than 155 like and the man has nearly had <coughs> 170 winners yeah he's <laughs> picking hor- he's p- like just winning races here there and everywhere and yet you try and think if somebody came up to me and asked who are Paul Nichols five best horses at the moment he'd be struggling to go through a list like I really would like it shows the actual um, ability of the man though doesn't it I am um, just on the Scottish National there I was happy yeah. with Alvarado's run yeah I think finished fourth but uh, the, the, he's done well in Grand Nationals and Scottish Nationals and stuff. It's just absolute. Yeah. Another yeah. one of them horses you'd love to own. You get a lot well, of fun. He was, like, so. he was four two years in a row in the English Grand National. Then he didn't get back in. Second in the Scottish Grand National and fourth, fourth this year. Again, yeah. Like what a horse. Yeah, like, brilliant. Yeah, Literally. Brilliant. He's like and, Paul. and testament to Fergal O'Brien as well because yeah. he is some man to keep these horses. And those owners had yeah, yeah. they had Kappa Blue place That's uh, right. two years in a row in Grand Nationals before that as well. So That's right. those owners have uh, a woefully good and a woefully bad record of winning these races as well. Did the man who was always aboard in Paul Maloney retire this week? Paul Maloney retired this week. A fantastic jockey. And um, If you wanted to put your life on one place in the Grand National, get round. He was the man. Like He was yeah. the man. Alvarado, yeah. He buy the trouble. I always just thought uh, he, he never quite put them into the race. But uh, <laughs> Well, that's, that's what, yeah, <laughs> kind of what I'm saying. I'm saying it in a nice way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you get them round and they'll be there coming at the last with you know a chance of finishing the frame. But, you know, yeah. that takes a lot of skill. Yeah, I know he's a... A superb jockey and it's nice to see him getting out in one piece as well. Dude. 
anything across the uh, the flat rats so far this season that you want to pick out from uh, say the weekend or the week before I've seen a few nice performances so far but I'll let you all kick off first yeah no the Godolphin have really made an absolutely flying start to the season yeah. um, winning the, the big ones there James Doyle was brilliant on Saturday as well uh, they have some very nice contenders now I personally haven't seen anything yet that I think will uh, We'll get to Churchill in the Guineas. Uh, I think Fair enough. I think he's very, very good. He's not going to get a run beforehand, is he? No, straight there. Straight, straight to the there. There was yeah. one, uh, Ben Battle. Two to one. He's two to one. It's, 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 show. it's very it's short. short. You would take him on, wouldn't you? Uh, but um, Yulong Junghu, uh, Dean ran into one fifteen on Saturday at Limerick. Uh, was second for um, Halford I think he will not be far away from winning a race very very soon uh, yeah. it was his debut he bumped into uh, I forget the name of the horse now but a Johnny Murta really well backed favourite who went off 6-5 to five or something and he was half a length down he was green in patches he just ran a really really nice race and he'll win his maiden next time out I think and um, and a, a few more but the flat season at this time of the year Dean I tend to take it with a small bit of a pinch of salt because uh, I tend to wait until the likes of a Chester etc after that and you kind of have a clearer picture don't you yeah there was um, there was a good uh, race on Navin yesterday it was a group 3 and I was very impressed by uh, Torquador yeah. who beat Order St George who was yeah. kind of been the, the stayer of the last couple of years mm-hmm. uh, but again Jessica Harrington like, um, she's just having some year and uh, Colm she's O'Donoghue, firing flat doubles though. Colm O'Donoghue knew he was on the winner at the very start and he just popped them out in front and just yeah. stayed longer than the mother-in-law yeah. Order um, St George doing best work late on and uh, not enough track he kind of he was doing good work late on but it kind of looked to me like he was kind of running on the same spot where the winner was never going to be no he wasn't going to get there it was never going to be Nav yeah. but uh, I was very impressed with that uh, other than that it's been I'm going to kind of kick off probably after Guinea's weekend or something like that but yeah I kind of uh, wait for that too I wouldn't be uh, I wouldn't be pushing on, on too much at the moment but the Gosden Yard are absolutely flying there's a few to pick out from now I thought Shutter Speed put up a really good performance um, and is now around 8-1 to one for the Oaks so I have to admit to having a small interest in it at bigger prices before it ran at the weekend. I think that's a nice horse for that. Yeah. Uh, the other one that I would pick out, Foot Barney Roy and Castle Garden in their performance of the weekend at Newbury. Those two look absolute monsters and they pulled yeah. really well clear. Um, I think 11 to 2 is the best price about Barney Roy for a guineas. And I wouldn't think he's that if you are looking to take on something like you want to take on Churchill thought he was very very good yeah uh, Dabia was good Frankie's been in good form as well bossing it around and uh, I got the winner of the Hunt Cup already if that helps well the Spring Cup was at the weekend Banksy won it for um, Luca and Jamie Spencer but pick out the fifth horse there had a gelding operation bossy guest I think that one will go very close this year and the, the sixth in that as well Dean will be winning a handicap soon to um, LAM for um, yeah Michael Stout was another good shout. Wasn't pushed about, has been gelded and L H A M, so it's E L H A Y E M, and he will be winning a race very, very soon. Yeah, great. Both of those are going to fly through the ranks. I think Bossy Guess already got a very high rating, so I'm hoping they only give it maybe yeah. one more spin for a hunt cup. And then yeah. another thing to watch out that. for is um, William Haggis is having an absolute very high strike record over the last couple of weeks yeah. on first time outs and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, he seems to have them all in good shape. So just one to watch out for now and anything that's been punted at the start um, would definitely take note of it it's that glorious time of year the crossover between jumps and flat and we yeah. start talking about trainers in form and jockeys flying and all that kind of stuff so we've all that to look forward to we're going to take a very quick break after that spin through some of the runners and riders that we've uh, well enjoyed over the last week or so and then we'll be moving on to Punchers Town so we'll take a break now isn't it time you got your hands on the award winning genius app by Betbright? It's not like any other sports app you've ever experienced. Unlike your mates, Genius actually does know it all 
runners, riders, results and form with key trends all at your fingertips. Genius puts the power in your hands to make informed choices and it's ready to go. Get stuck in with a real genius from BetBright. Genius by BetBright, bringing power to your fingertips. Download the app through the App Store and Google Play now. And welcome back to the Race Hour podcast brought to you with our hosts at BetBright. It's myself, Dean Ryan, Chris Reed, and Dermot Nolan in the studio. I'm going to start looking at a great week ahead at Punchestown. Kicks off on the Tuesday. A uh, quick mention, actually, for the hosts because the winners of the BetBright Cup were obviously Ireland steamrolling uh, Team GB at the Cheltenham Festival. And a check for the prize fund, actually, is £10,000 sterling. will go to the injured jockeys fund the irish injured jockeys fund will be presented on the tuesday at punchestown so do keep an eye out for that hector of course captain of team island will be there in uh, situ and so will a few of us won't we lads so we'll look forward to that we'll be there any of our listeners who happen to be punchestown just drop myself or dean an old tweet and we'll we can have an old pint or something that's, yeah, if, that's if you want to have a pint that's if them. you want to have a pint yeah, with yeah, us. Yeah. yeah we'll probably have black eyes from hitting each other at that <laughs> point but um <laughs> if you are about out and about the place we'd be more delighted to meet depending on who you are I just want to say signal's not great there if you happen to be a good looking woman we will be there <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> moving on okay okay. Um, Tuesday then at Punchestown we should we kick off with the first race or should we do the grade one should we go with the grade one so grade the one ones, I wanted to talk about one, first grade one yeah the race I want to talk about first was the uh, champion novice hurdle. Um, we're going to see the rematch between LeBake and Mellon, uh, the one-two from the Supreme, of course. And uh, it's a pretty small field, actually. Tuesday dominated by quite small fields, but high mm. on quality. Um, so the Mellon-LeBake argument, go throw it to Chris first. Yeah, uh, I'm thinking Mellon here. Um, for the simple reason that, right, we'll get on to LeBake being a bit of a crazy bastard now in a minute. But Mellon will come on for that run in Cheltenham Miles. He's only ever had two runs. Um, i seen Ruby taking a couple of poles as well. I think he thought he was on the winner there. Um, uh, I, d- I don't think he seen LeBake when he was going around. I honestly think he, he really thought he was on the winner. Took a few poles, travelled well, wasn't beaten too far. I think he'll come on miles for it. And plus you have that thing in the, that ticket in the back of your pocket that says LeBake mightn't go off and it's a bit mental. Price is a big price difference though. We're talking about 11, 11 to 8, 5 to 4 I seen on Mellon this morning. Yeah. And LeBake around 5 to 2, 11, 11 to 4. Uh, look, I, I, I think Mellon's probably a bet here even at such a short price uh, of other runners uh, maybe I like Ping Shu as well he's um, a big price isn't he for a horse that's been supplemented and wants to so. entry a couple of guys are talking about backing it without Mellon but um, look all the feelers I'm getting from everyone that I'm speaking around is on Mellon as well uh, I, I, I'm just not a buyer that LeBake is just a better horse I just think I'm not saying Ruby gave Mellon a bad ride I just think that he thought the horse he just took too many pulls I think and uh, it'll be a lot closer to LeBake this time around. Okay, I think that's fair. Demo? Uh, yeah, no, I'm completely on the opposite side to that. Uh, I think if you take out the fact, if you take out all the non-starts from LeBake, he's actually ran three times um, mm. in his career. Um, two of them at gaff tracks. So, like, there's no reason to suggest LeBake won't come on for that an awful lot as well. Um, in my mind, LeBake was just holding Mellon the whole way. Uh, Jack took a pull, turning in three out and I'm saying this as a Mellon backer I had to go back and watch the race again and all week I've been saying that I think Mellon turns it around but I don't see any reason why Mellon turns it around with LeBake if LeBake starts and the problem is that's why LeBake is 11-4 to four. Uh, you can't be 
convinced of it. But you back Lebeek with a run. I would back Lebeek at, at eleven to four. Starter insurance. Would you back him say five to four? I'd back him five to four. Yeah. Would you? Um, I think because you're getting eleven to eight on Mellon. I just don't see the kind of I. I just don't see the angle on it. Um, Mellon, by all intents and purposes, had loads of experience in those. Um, they say he'd done enough, but you could see in the race that he hadn't done enough. I think in terms of actual race riding and maybe that's down to Ruby taking those pulls and thinking he was clearly on the best horse and forgetting that there was a potential block in behind him yeah and I get that completely and if Mellon wins it wouldn't exactly be a mad surprise mm. I just think if Lebeck starts and the fact that he's been introduced to uh, a way to get him starting um, he should start again and I think Lebeck takes absolutely all the beating in my mind and 11-4 to four is whopping value but again you're betting with the fear that you're going to look down and you're going to see that lovely big like, grey standing like, at the back I don't like, like that fear at 11 4 lads no I just and then you've got to start contacting your bookmaker and going come on lads I'll have my money yeah. back and that's but, horrid that, that's one of the reasons like, I don't think I've ever contacted a bookie asking for my money Some back people yeah, yeah. Will. They, <laughs> will. they will they, they will. will they yeah. will yeah. but um, yeah I'd rather take the 11 to 8 on Mellon even if LeBake's 11 to 8 with a run which I wouldn't think he would be anyway no no but I'd say he's 5 to 4 with a run yeah yeah no I didn't mean that in a bad way I just I'd rather be on the horse that I know I'm going to get a run out of and that can improve any amount I think time since that that Supreme has made me kind of question my view on the day. My view on the day was if Mellon um, hadn't had the ride that he got from Ruby, which wasn't a bad ride, but one where he just thought he was going to win anyway. And um, now he knows what LeBake's all about. And if LeBake starts, I, th- I think Mellon will beat him. I, I really do. And I think I, there's I, another thing in the back of my head. I'm going to try and hold that together. Yeah, 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 there's another thing in the back of the head, my head that Mellon owes me money now because he lost in the Supreme. <laughs> there's a few of you around. <laughs> there's a few of us around. So yeah. Hopefully we're going to get the lot back tomorrow. I'm one of them, but I'm happy. <laughs> okay, I'm happy uh, to take him on, dude. Just yeah. one question I'm asking because I don't know the answer. Why is David Rice, Russell riding Pink Shoe and Robbie on Forge Meadow? Because Jessica Harrington has first call on Robbie Power. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Um, David Russell picks up a nice bet then. Yeah. Because yeah. Robbie Power rides Fox Norton because Jessica doesn't have a runner in that race. Okay. Okay. Well, let's move on to that race then. I think we've gone two melons, one LeBake for the... Uh, for the champion novice which is fair right yep, yep. okay alright let's move on then to the champion chase um, Underso is back from the Ryanair trip to two miles is most vulnerable when he runs at Punchestown just throwing these things out there um, <laughs> we see where this is going <laughs> and he's up against uh, well seven runners velocity boy yeah a few of them you can probably cross off the list but likes you know old boy Bally Casey Fox Norton is there after an absolute cakewalk at Aintree where I think it's best performance of his life uh, so far God's Own Rock the World Rout Moore Sir Valentino and the game changer after running an Irish National of course that's where you go next would be a champion chase <laughs> um, <laughs> makes sense doesn't it can we work out Underso's chances is he worthy odds on shot for the champion chase I would be taking him on all day every single day um, over two miles on what is going to be good ground I mean they've been watering there Dean um, he'll be he's more than good enough to win it but the problem is as their trainer and the owners have said before he's just not quite at his best over two miles on good ground he's not the next fear then is who's going to beat him uh, big fan of Fox Norton he's done absolutely nothing wrong but again the improvement last time came from stepping up in trip um, you say he, that but he was a short well he was a, a head second in a champion chase over two miles yes 100% but again that was special Tiara won it at 11 was it yep and um, you know it it just kind of makes At me 10, crash. 10, don't be harsh on special. Sorry, <laughs> 10 years old. And I love special terror, by the way. Absolutely adore the horse. But again, as a 10-year-old, 
Um, when Duban got injured, the that champion chase became whilst a deserved win for Special Tiara. It's still a poor race. Uh, the one, the horse that won this last year, that beat Vator in this very same race last year, is God's Own. Um, Heskin has picked him over Sir Valentino, who was third in that same champion chase. God's Own was bad in the melling, absolutely no doubt. But he seems to come alive at this time of the year. He's won at the point. He won a Grade One before as well, a novice Grade One at the Punchdown Festival. Also, um, he's a very good horse at six to one each way with nine runners. Dean, I think he's an absolutely stonking bet to nothing. He won this race last year again. At, as I said, beating Vator, and I think he'll go very, very close. I think he's a terrible bet. I can't I really. I've never liked God's own Chris. Yeah, <laughs> um, I like. I'm gonna have to have a bet on it because I'm going. Yeah, I know. Um, but if I was sitting in work or sitting at home watching this, I don't think I'd have a bet. I just I don't know how to call it, especially over the distance. The distance is the thing that's getting me here. I just don't know who's gonna go well over it. Um, I, I know I'm a big fan of Ali Casey but yeah one too many here and big price 25 to 1 he is a big price I'd, 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 he could I'd, hit the frame yeah I'd like to see him run well um, I've always liked the horse but Undersoul is a bit mental as well um, uh, at even money I'd probably be I'd probably be taking it on at, at, at even money uh, I like Fox Norton as well God's own I'm not so sure about but look it's it's kind of going to be we'll see um, we'll see how the first race or two go tomorrow and we'll decide God's own has raced twice bet, like. at the Punchdown Festival over two miles and he's won twice Yeah, yeah. beating Vator and Ball of Success in yeah. he's, a, mean, he's a mile behind Fox Norton on the Champion Chase run yeah, he it is. But, but a mile behind. Yeah, but he'll like, be a mile behind again. I think. He's only ran well at Cheltenham once behind Spitter Sacker, wasn't it? In the Arthur. Like, he just. Or on the saw, actually, sorry. And it's just. It seems to be at this latter time of the year, he seems to kick into gear when the rest of them are falling yeah. away. On a normal week, Dean, Fox Norton beats him all ends up. But I just think he seems to hold his best for this time of the year and he's an each way price yeah random yeah. shout I might do Bally Casey without on the zone Fox Norton yeah I could see Bally Casey in the frame certainly in those yeah. under those terms yeah, still be a I price how you can rubbish God's own and not rubbish Bally fucking <laughs> Casey rubbish. is just I think if you've got you know a real gumption about you Fox Norton is the bet an yeah. absolute blinding seven year old in peak form <laughs> Um, I don't think he's had that hard a season as well with the little no, break that he had. So I think Fox Norton will will, will run to his his very best, and that'll, race, that'll push Under so close. And yeah. if you take Under so out of bet, and Fox Norton's a certainty, that'd be my view. Okay. So that's okay. that's where I go with that. Can't wait for that race. Actually. Crazy. Are you buying the Are you buying the pints after Fox Norton wins? Yeah, well, in the company that we're in, no problem. Yeah. No problem at all. Yeah, I only have about two. Um, there's, a, there's a decent race actually on the Tuesday that is also um, of grade one standard and I uh, really only need to pass to one man here Disco's running yeah. in the Growwise Champion Novice Chase yeah uh, obviously you know I like this horse um, I think he's been I think he's thrown into this race guys it looks like he, sh- he should be winning this race like. um, yeah. it's around even money 11 to 10 yeah. uh, I think Acapella Bourgeois is a better horse than he ran in Cheltenham I really do on heavy ground uh, yeah uh, yeah. But I I think like the step up and trip I don't know how the step up and trip is gonna sorry step back up and trip because but he he went from three mile down to two mile four now back up to three miles so uh, there's no other race they could have put him in um, but look 
looking at the race, he's not up against much. He's clearly the JLT third wins should win this race. He, I think you know I didn't think it on the day, but I haven't watched back that JLT a few times. Like why ride him like that against yeah. some very questionable animals, including your kill? Yeah. Why would you ride him like that and just give everyone else the advantage? I just make no sense at all. I would have. I would have. In no a, hindsight, absolutely. I would have thrown him out in front. Yeah. Um, and I would have. He jumped well. I think he he, made, he only made a mistake. He always has one mistake as well. He made one mistake as well. I think it was four or five in or something yeah. like that. I, I would have just thrown him out in front and just let him lob along. That's what he likes to do. And Sean Flanagan did it perfectly. Yeah, Sean Flanagan done it perfectly. Sure, he knew exactly what he was doing that day. But look, uh, like you know where my money's gone tomorrow, but in, in all honesty, I think there's a race that this goal will win. Um, it was 15 to 8 on Friday. I was like, ah, sure, I won't be going near that 15 to 8. Like, I know it's evens, and I'm pretty much sick in my mouth thinking about the 15 to 8 that I could have had on, 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 fr- on Thursday or Friday. But look, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him running. A beautiful looking horse. Uh, looking forward to it. Acapella Bourgeois, second, and you can, I don't care about the rest of them. Damn it. Yeah, Dean, he wins. Um, he's, okay. the, he's the strongest bit of three mile form. I can't add to Dean, but, or to. Chris, sorry, but that three-mile form at Christmas is now very, very strong form. Yeah. Um, just for the simple reason, the Irish Car National winner, of course, came out of the race. He was also staying on that day. He's a funny horse. It's actually very hard to know what his best trip is. He was only a length or something behind our yeah, Duke over you know, a three-mile. Like, like, he flew was, home. And that now is looking like serious form. And then, obviously, he bet our Duke over two-mile four. Four, which is fair enough. Because which our is Duke fair enough, because yeah, he's a stare. Like, but, but I think... Form got a boost there, like. I still think this horse wants a trip. I think the two-mile four Christmas worked into his favour because... Yeah. It was heavy ground or in whatever it was you know he threw him out in front he completely made the stamina of it I hope that happens tomorrow Acapella Bourgeois is the most overrated horse in training Um, agree by an an absolute (laughs) country mile Uh, he beat Road to Respect um, who has gone on and run well since no doubt about it he's won that afterwards that makes the form look a lot better than it was because as Noel Mead himself said um, at Fairy House um, he said that simply that day Road to Respect was never properly in the race Mm. Uh, couldn't get him back all those jockeys should have been shot that day and um, I think the horse that will follow him home is Annabelle Flydeen who's been held for this will there's the bet he'll he'll like the ground he won't be a bet for me but I just think um, the forecast of Disco to beat Annabelle Fly is the bet of the race yeah. uh, because Annabelle Fly will love the ground is a classy horse and he's simply better than Acapella Bourgeois yeah, if, if Brian Cooper is listening Brian just throw him out in front you won't be caught it's yeah. as simple as that just yeah. listen to us there were three guys sitting in a dark room here yeah. we know exactly what goes on or take a lead from Acapella Bourgeois yeah or take a lead yeah well that if they decide to go that way but I like, mean, honestly just he needs get, get him out in front he needs to be leading on the final mile that's that's and not come back Absolutely. Like, I don't mind what he does before looking forward he's got plenty of speed um, yeah I look forward to him too I think yeah. Annabelle Fly at, at sixes or so is a is a standout each way bet in that field. I don't think this guy has too many negatives about yeah. it. Seven runners the issue there again, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It yeah. is. But just hope on the winner, lads. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Why not? Don't need to think about it. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Okay, rest of Tuesday, Dama. Anyway. Rest of Tuesday. Uh, I like Vaynard actually. I'm going to give oh, him one more go, Dean. Me um, too. He's an old devil of a horse. Um, he really has his own way of doing things. I remember. Jack was on the podcast 4.55 he's in the handicap hurdle yeah and Jack said on the podcast before to us Jack Kennedy of course and he said the horse would kind of make a bit of a fool out of you Um, and that's what he does he goes on travelling so well I mean poor old Jack now he's he's not on him that day but Jack took him to the front one day remember Laid on and the horse oh, stopped dead. He's tried everything. With he's he's tried everything with him. The one thing I'm hoping for, I know David Russell has rode him before, but I'm hoping David Russell, who's very good on horses like this, will just make up his mind for him. I'm hoping that Shudor City makes up some stylish ground and Vaynar catches him. It must be noted also that 
Davy Russell did ride with Tudor City an awful lot and he seems to have picked his horse over that as well um, so I think he's absolutely every chance and the one that I'm really looking forward to Dean who's probably going to be my best bet is Vision Day Flo Dean um, I think he's a very good horse um, he's been really well spoken about down there in Cork from the Robert Tyner yard He's very well bred. He was bought by Derek O'Connor. He's closely related to the likes of Exotic Dancer. Yeah. And um, he could just be very, very good. Dean, this yard won this exact same race last year with a 28 to 1 poke. Um, he's very shrewd, is Robert Tyner. He's had a torrid time of it the last year with his horses being sick. But they're showing definite signs of late, Dean, with D- Don't Kick Nor Bite and Blaster Coleman winning. Yeah. So they're definitely coming back into form. And Vision Day Flow with that man, Derek O'Connor, up on board. He will go very, very close, Dean, in the Land Rover bumper on Tuesday. At five past six, yeah. Okay. And one shout for that handicap hurdle. I think Peak Sue is due to bounce back to some kind of form it's only 11 run a field I think that'll run well in the 4.55 yeah. some people think it's gone but actually nothing less that yeah, I'm, that I'm go, for a race I'm going to go down to the ring tomorrow I'm going to find the owl lad with the cap on it was about 70 that tells me he's going to have a certainty uh, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna give, uh, I'm gonna back whatever he gives me tomorrow. Oh, fair that's, enough. That's, that's that's my day for tomorrow. It'll probably be Dean. You'll bump into with a cap. It might on, be, yeah. It might be. I'll put, I'll put a cap on for you. Thanks, Dean. I'll have to change it, your voice though. I know that voice anywhere. If it helps, yeah. Unfortunately, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck with that one. Yeah, I like, I like fine art tomorrow as well. Okay. I just don't think it's the deepest race ever. I don't think it's the strongest uh, race. Um, and I know he's been a, he's been a bit mental as well. But and they tried this, that, and the other. But four to ones. Uh, it looks like a smashing each way price if you can get a quarter of the odds yep okay 100% okay that's Tuesday uh, done and dusted on to Wednesday we'll kick off with the Daily Mirror Novice Hurdle over three miles I think likes of presenting Percy Penn Hill uh, Champagne Classic Bon Papa album photo I know which horse I want to talk about but it's none of those presenting Percy as a horse um, I don't have time for as I've said you don't on the podcast before I like the horse very very classy okay. but uh, connections did not cover themselves in glory this year yeah. um, and again that wouldn't turn me off back in a horse but I just think he's a small bit behind just at this moment with progress I think he, he is a grade one animal but I think Monley and Penhill are the two to focus on okay. um, I think Monley will turn around that form at Cheltenham until he came there travelling and Penhill rather took advantage of the fact that Monley had committed to home Monley went down absolutely fighting I've actually backed him next year for the RSA I think he's a really okay. really classy horse Henry de Brom is going to get him jumping fences as well like absolutely nobody's business hopefully not and, like uh, identity thief yeah, yeah a bit better than that although in fairness he did jump well his first few starts he just absolutely lost no, 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 I'm, only being, I'm only being sly but he's only teasing yeah. Monley um, is a a cracking horse Dean, in my opinion I think he's one of the most exciting horses going into next season agreed in the novice chase ranks and a 3-1 I'm very keen on him and Punchestown will suit Dermot yeah 100% no oh issues. yeah I think so oh yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. no problem okay, I think so. he actually preferred I think Dean yeah. minus the hill of it as well at this stage in his career I think he'll uh, he's a bit to fill out in his frame yeah I was just looking at it I thought it was between Penn Hill and Monley as well there wasn't much else I took out um, I think it's 9 or 10 to 1 bar or those few like um, but what yeah. price is the winner um, the price of the winner Monalee is about 3 to 1 at the moment uh, yeah. so yeah. it sounds like Dean and his do you know that the confident vibe he gets he fancies one of the price Dean do you Come on, well, Dean, let rip. I tell you what I'm delighted that there's 8 runners Okay. Let's, let's start because you're going to finish third because Moulavon oh. is 33 to 1 okay. and I've been waiting for him to be put in a race like this and be given a chance he's got Lovely. every chance there um, 
I'm really I actually would have Nietzsche saver in that actually I'm really looking forward to seeing Moulin Vaughan let loose you'll um, want eight, eight runners though Dean they've got to be eight still yeah absolutely because yeah, yeah. it's a hot race it is a it hot is race yeah. and he's got, soldiers not guaranteed to run that is he's he? got a good bit to find there's only eight declared yeah so there is Bon Papa Champagne Classic Monolith Penhill presenting Percy Tin Soldier Album Photo who was mighty uh, the last day and Moulin Avant cool it's a good race sounds good so Philly Boots each way I think that's the punt in there if you don't like the other ones who are all a little bit grubby not that mad about them I think Mou- yeah. <laughs> yeah they're nice like, but they're not they're not you know finished hopefully Moulin Avant has got loads more to come so I'm really looking forward to that I think that's a cracking race um, let's move on to the Punchestown Gold Cup shall we it's on a 5.30 yep. on the Wednesday um, sadly six runners but yeah. happily size and John has to be expected because at this time of the year a lot of the horses are empty it's as simple as that yeah uh, no I actually think uh, Jack Adam will turn it around with him um, <laughs> I kind of do too uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're shooting ourselves again like, we're killing ourselves again, again. again. Stop. <laughs> stop we keep doing this as Chris said earlier uh, he owes me money um, <laughs> I had a massive each way double it, it, it still disgusts me that my big bet for Chelem was an each way double on Bouvard Air and Jack Adam at fives and fives you should have got paid and he finished fourth Jack yeah. Adam uh, completely because that would last, be my get out last hundred yards it was my get out stakes you know yeah. and um, but I think three miles here no hill uh, the extra two furlongs aren't there obviously and I think um, he actually usually runs a really good race he's only bumped, bumped into Don Cossack and the record of Gold Cup winners in this race Dean is, uh, is far from good I might go over and whisper into Coney Gree's ear and see what kind of Coney Gree we're dealing with here because at 6-1 to one it looks a big price if he's going fresh Agree. I agree. Him. I agree. And I thought his gallop the other day looked good. I think yeah. he's if he's Coney Gree won a gold cup, he takes the beating. Look, My fear I, I, is he's I, gone at the game. Yeah, I, I tell That's you what, I fear. want. Yeah. I want. I want Sizen John to go on and win it. Yeah. And just round off what's been superb year for Jessica. Yeah. Who deserves every little bit of it, and Puppy as well, who's given everything a great ride that he's been on this year. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see Sizen John bolt up. Uh, I, I have a horrible feeling that Jack Adams going to win this race well it's not a horrible feeling if he wins he wins but uh, I, I'd like to know what Coney Gree we're dealing with here I think that's the big question actually even like it outside is. of the front that's the two, question I, of the race I, I want to know what's going on there yeah we won't know until 5.30 unfortunately no he wants to know though I, I, well, yeah I might go and have a whisper to the horse <laughs> and see what the story is chat to him yeah, yeah, we'll see what to. you can uh, yeah, yeah, tease out, out the 10 year old yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah in fairness I mean do we need to mention the others Champagne West Fleming no. Star Fleming Star fair play to him still. brilliant yeah still he must be 11 or 12 years of age he now, is yeah? 12 yeah he's yeah, 12 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, brilliant Andrew Lynch I'm sure we'll get a nice safe spin out of him superstar back in the days when he was going in unbeaten yeah. in Ireland for a while but yeah. an outlander if he wasn't run like every week in everything that was yeah, possibly available for him I think you know uh, he'll be found out it's the story sure. of Jiggenstown lately um, yeah and there's only six there's no re- real each way play Size and John and Jack Adam I think Jack Adam if you put a gun to my head I'd back him I think a 10 to 3 he's the only bet in that race isn't he unless you see Coney Gree looking oh looking a million dollars but even then Heavy Ground is the key to that horse how much would have the gold cup taken out of Jack Adam as well though plenty um, plenty out of the pair of them I think I just yeah I just keeps coming back to Coney Gree for me like I know, just know what the horse can be like. So. Ruby, who I know definitely is not listening to me right now. Yeah. Just let this horse hit the front two or three from home yeah. and steal a length or two, if you can, yeah. and see what happens. Yep. Because that's how you win that race, my view. Huzzah. I'm no jockey, like. That's a fact. You're the same size as a jockey. <laughs> Jeez, I need to lose a few pounds, that's for sure. Pot noodle size. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, also on the Wednesday then, we do have the Grade A Guinness Handicap Chase, um, a horse that got absolutely no run at Cheltenham. We were all mad about him as well before the festival. Uh, Diamond King's in there for Gordon Elliott, and we've, got, of course, got this trainer's battle going on. And very important, he picks up these kind of races, isn't it? And he's got a big chance with Diamond King. It is, because... Willie Mullins has won 61 races in the last five years at the Punchdown Festival, while Gordon Elliott has only won nine. That's simply because of the, the Gigginstown slash Gordon Elliott approach where they just run everything yeah. into the ground nearly. So it's very important for Gordon Elliott that the likes of the Fiona's, that of uh, the Diamond Kings, etc., the horses that are coming in relatively fresh, they have to perform um, because you know like an awful lot of his runners in the big races simply are absolute non-hopers. Whilst We've gone through the champion chase. Willie Mullins has the favourite. He's the favourite in the stairs. He's the favourite in the Gold Cup. Arguably and the favourite with Mellon as well against LeBate. But yeah, they, they exactly. That's, that's one race where they'll go head to head at least. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. He'll have the favourite in the uh, champion hurdle as well, no doubt. So, Willie Mullins, if he wins them, it all of a sudden switches, the pressure switches back on to uh, Gordon Elliott then. Yeah, um, yeah, so, yeah. Diamond King, he's a very good horse, Dean. I still don't think he, he's that bad over fences. It happens to an awful lot of horses that tell them like sizing Gadelco where it can just go wrong for you he hit the first fence and he never got back into rhythm again and Davey pulled him up before the third and just said you know it's over today we'll come back again and um, I think Dean he's still on a very good mark and I think he'll take all the beating here yeah, it's hard to go at 7-1 to one. like Diamond yeah. King was the one I picked out of it as well 13-2 uh, 7-1 to one seems a big price about a race where there's not much else that I'd like to pick out of it uh, Toy Phil uh, Rotour in France Townsend Irish Cavalier I just think he has the beating of most of these um, and I like the look of the I like the look of a 7-1 to one, yeah Irish Cavalier is the one I like against Diamond King if there is one in there yeah, no, he's, he's blessed with plenty of class like I'd like to see him run well um, but yeah he's a decent around here though yeah he has um, yeah I think, I think he's interesting the rest of the field don't inspire me that much so I think it is two against the field yeah. uh, for that race which is a hot enough race in fairness also on the Wednesday we do have the Mares and Geldings champion but put a grade one um, Fiona or Fayane as I call it in my terrible English uh, twang is um, is likely to go off pretty short price favourite for that after a remarkable performance at Cheltenham uh, only going to be a small field only looks like seven are going to turn up there Cart McKay's back uh, for another crack um, probably someday I think the one that pulled out of the champion bumper yeah. must be of interest therefore the team informed Jessica Harrington and Kate Harrington will ride that uh, not a bad race small field if Fiona's okay uh, she should win I think because that was a monster performance but yeah. sometimes with those monster performances it can leave something after them especially a young mare like this that was uh, not a normal bumper performance was no it, it really? was a freak absolutely out yeah. of back. absolute freak of performance Jamie Codd bought this horse he'll ride it again um, another interesting buy story here Dean is him and Patrick Mullins are stuck in the amateur battle as well I mean, it's, it's a good byline yeah. it's a really interesting punch down festival for that it'd be great for Jamie Codd to do that what a season he's yeah. had what a jockey he is um, Fiona's very good but like there was very good vibes coming out of Jessica Harrington's for some day before all these horses started winning Dean it was one of the big shouts they had yeah. for for the actual Cheltenham Festival. Even on this podcast, very back in the early start of the National Hunt season, and I asked her, as I would ask her, give me a few horses in the yard that could be the next Moscow Flyer. That was one of the ones that she kind of tentatively threw out there. She didn't mention any of the ones that have gone on and won all their races. I remember so, that, yeah. 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 So, you know, you have to hold this in high regard. I think that'll be my punt in there on the basis that Fiona went and had such a tough old run. Such a tough Cheltenham. race, yeah. Um, if she's fine, she wins, but at 4-1, to one, you probably would have to take that. 
Yeah. But someday, really. I think so. Yeah, great. Yeah? Yeah. Anything else we want to pick out across the Wednesday, or have we... Uh, are we happy enough? I'm happy with that now, yeah. I think I'm happy as well, yeah. Okay, let's kick on to the Thursday. We do have um, the grade one, the Stayers hurdle, the Labrooks Champion Stayers hurdle, I should say. Yeah. Um, Nichols Canyon is a six to four favourite for this, of course, after winning um, the big oh. one at Cheltenham. And, um, well, oh. Annie Parachute won't run. Uh, no. Out of all the options, that's got to be the least likely, isn't it? Yeah. Arctic Fire should run as well. Champion hurdle, I'd say. Yeah, I hope um, so. I hope so. You would hope so, like. Yeah, I hope um, so. Um, so, I, does he have anything to beat in it? Uh, I don't know. Um, I can't. I can't back Snow Falcon again. Um, enough. Ran yeah. a blinder, didn't you, though? So, like, didn't it's run at Cheltenham. Noel Mead said he was certain it was going to finish in the top two or three in Cheltenham. I knew I had a better run in it. Ran much better in Liverpool. Looked like the winner actually, two or three out. That's what Snow Falcon does. Yeah. <laughs> um, Snow Falcon does. Yes. Just didn't stay on as well as I thought he would. Um, look, I'm probably going to end up back in Snow Falcon again, but uh, Nichols Canyon, the one to beat for me, yeah. Is the one to beat. It'd be interesting if Harry turns up. Assume, you know what I mean, Harry is coming? I assume so, but again, like, he needs a downpour. I think it was proven at Cheltenham that it was the heavy ground, really, I think, all year that made him look as good as he is. Uh, he's a good horse. He's done absolutely nothing wrong. He cost £500 to do it. You have to remember. Um, but, but at the end of the day Dean it's a very tough race at the moment at the prices there's one really likeable horse in that race who I think deserves anyone money uh, who'll always run your race for you and that's Little Rockefeller absolutely and I think he'd run an absolute blinder and I would absolutely love to see this horse get his head in front in a big one he more than deserves it he's pushed Janmert he's pushed Nichols Canyon he's pushed so many horses this year to the pin of their collars and uh, I'd love to see him win one and a 10 to 1 Dean that's a great each way price is there any chance of that 6 year old of Gordon Elliott's turn up in this jury duty I doubt it isn't he in the 3 mile handicap isn't he he's kind of out of his class in there although as an outside price I'd love to have a crack at him against a load of pretty dodgepot stayers Um, (laughs) yeah no Yamworth no party really in stayers hurdles for me as we know Um, yeah Okay, yeah, I think Little Rockefeller wins that. Everyone would be happy, won't they? Yeah, everyone would absolutely love that. I think that, that's yeah. a horse for Neil King that deserves uh, one more big day, and hopefully it can happen for him there. Uh, the Ryanair Novice Chase is on the Thursday as well. Um, great feel, quite a short price favourite for that. A race I think I'm going to struggle to have an opinion on. Yeah, I really will. I like Balioshin a 7-1. to one. I think he's a very talented horse if he stays on his feet, but as we speak right now, it, I think this is the kind of race that'll depend on what kind of a week you're having. If you're having a very good week, you'll have a punt in it. If you don't, yeah. you won't. Stay so away. I'm very happy to um, avoid that race for the moment. Yeah, okay. Chris? Yeah, not much else to say there. Like, great field, probably way too short at 6-5. At, at to five. Uh, I know I tipped up Bald Ark here before, but I don't know. Race can't, win. Can't, can't win. Can't win. Yeah. <laughs> can't win, won't win. Um, but I... I don't think Townsend will run in this race either. No. Um, but uh, no. Yeah, I'd be happy. Like uh, we'll see how tomorrow goes after a few pints, and whether he's made a few quid or not, and whether we'll have a, a bet on this race on Thursday. But yeah, I'd be happy about back in Ballyoshin or something like that. Really impressed with Ballyoshin in the one completed start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love them in that. Yeah, like them runs. Yeah, and he keeps falling. <laughs> yeah, uh, if he yeah. jumps round, he definitely give great field something. They're obviously saying him ownership both JPs. Yeah. Um, so it'd be interesting if it does turn up Sam Benedetto possibly turn up I doubt it because they're not going to help Nichols in his uh, 
title charge back no, over the other side. Definitely. Is there any similar the race? Somewhere? Is there any similar race though? Must be something in Sandown. They'll fire him into. If he's okay to run out of yeah, that's yeah. what they'll do. They'll find something else that side of the water. Um, otherwise, yeah, pretty happy to to pass it by. And we still haven't spoke about the best bet of Thursday yet, Dean. Well, you're welcome to kick off with that. This is Gertine, Dean, the horse that has a. Hey, the Arca winner. Oh no, sorry. Hey. Yeah, he's going to be the Arca winner. He's yeah. broken my heart a few times. Um, now again his form needs to be looked into properly because this year he was sick he was turned down about Fly and Martello Tower yep. over fences he actually jumped really well that day good novice yeah and then the horse and then the horse's yards form literally fell apart um, they've been battling a bug all year that seems to be turning he's gone back over hurdles because they want to preserve his novice chasing for next season um, so he'll go back over fences next year running over three miles that'll suit him he's won uh he won his point to point over three miles. He's still a really, really highly thought of horse down there. He's a really good horse. And I think if he takes his best foot forward um, in that three mile handicap, he'll go very, very close Dean. And I think he's a, he's a whopping, he will be a decent price and he's a whopping chance Dean. He has an entry on Friday, I think, two mile five or two mile four. Would that not be the better race to go for if if you were deciding tripwise if I was deciding tripwise um, I would go over the two mile four now Robert Tyner knows an awful lot more than any of us so I think I'll respect whatever race he goes for the fact that the Tyner stable have double entered him I think for me shows how well he is there a yard that don't tend to mess around at these festivals they three runners last year yeah, 16 Saturday, to 1 so 28 yeah. to 1 yeah. and uh, and 14 to 1 and they were first second and third last year they just yep. do what they have to do yep. and um, I think Gertin whatever race he rocks up in just have can, a bet them folks can I give you the forecast there for yeah. that race Yeah, is that alright yeah absolutely <laughs> I like uh, I like Kim Bailey's uh, You Never Call oh yeah in, in the same race yeah uh, obviously with a run um, who good form in Kempton in November when beating Duke Street yeah uh, also went on to win again I think around Christmas and hasn't ran since so nice fresh one here for Kim Bailey I think it's like I know the Kim Bailey runners like the, the bit of dig in the ground so uh, but I think we're to get sleet and snow and stuff tomorrow so it could be a bit uh, it could be a bit messy out there but there's Dermot and Chris's reverse forecast now for Thursday I like sleet that. and snow tomorrow yeah there's not sleet and snow yeah just oh. check the weather forecast on that computer there in front of you and oh, you'll see I'd rather not oh, uh, oh so it's goodness. to be rain sleet we're in a box anyway that's what grab so uh, yeah <laughs> so it's to be a bit it's to be a bit miserable so we might get the rain okay yeah okay okay so a forecast none, nonetheless yeah, yeah. yeah. very yeah. good Gertine and what was the name of your Chris you never call two proper right proper smash ups for a race that maybe we weren't going to talk about before so that's nice there you yep. go um, okay shall we crack on call. to Friday highlight being the champion hurdle uh, we assume this is where um, that dirty old mayor Annie Powell will be turning up with uh, you know having left Camelot on the sidelines and uh, dashing around the champion hurdle if it goes there that would be fantastic yeah, it'd be and mares in season gents yeah, we all like that angle yeah mares in fall I mean sorry um, it's a definite uh, yeah, sure. angle yeah. and uh, look it's uh, fantastic for racing that the uh, two of them hitched up and um, I think it's a race though Dean that I'm very happy to watch uh, if Room Room Mag was to turn up here it'll depend on what form any power is in obviously what race she goes in because there's also that mares or the there's easy one mares on the Saturday yeah. isn't there yeah. yeah so whichever one Room Room Mag turns up for means any power is, is is either right because she's in this race or she's not quite right but she'll win the Phillies. It's funny because this champion hur hurdle and the mayor's hurdle could well be the deciding of the whole 
trainers championship yeah so um i'm happy to watch it i could not recommend a bet in this race whatsoever but i think they'll be very intriguing contesting chris yeah i've 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 missed rich's runners this year you know um it's so much fun i know everybody we were having a conversation around cheltenham and it's they won't be missed and that kind of stuff because of their, they were so short prices but i'd love to see any power uh, any power back you want them racing like you do yeah absolutely we want fine we want any power we want the whole lot of them yeah um and i really hope any power is in good form we see her run again and if she runs it i don't care what she runs in she'll probably win it i agree yeah i think she will and yeah. you know, uh, Mary Fowle, as we said, she yeah. could probably outrun herself. Uh, there's some good horses in that race as well, though. Uh, yeah, Arctic Fire, Petty Mouchoir. Yeah, uh, obviously Vroom Vroom would we'll probably have gone somewhere else. Do you might want to tether anyway? enter yours as well. I had a good yeah. couple of cracking runs. Yeah, a great horse. Um, but yeah, look, any power would have run for me wins. Yeah, the tent at eleven to two, and you're yeah. not sure whether Annie goes there. It won't be eleven to two if Annie doesn't go. Bit of thievery. Uh, the tent doesn't quite win, though, does he? Doesn't. Yeah. But, you know, might quite win without an Annie in there. Yeah, it's a fair show too. Might. Right? Uh, yep. I'd imagine Nikki will bring brain power and my tent or yours over. But Arctic Fire being the same price as Petit Mouchoir is a bit funny, isn't it? Considering Petit Mouchoir ran a storm race in a champion hurdle and Arctic Fire won what yeah. I think is a substandard Ooh, county hurdle. We'll be very careful with that. That county hurdle, I think, was probably the He beat Lammy Surge, wasn't it? Yeah, but if you, uh, like, I'm not a clock man. But I do read other people's or views. Or a smart on man. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, fair enough. And um, I, I do read other people's views on sectionals and all that kind of stuff. And, and it was a decent of, race. Okay. Apparently, it okay. was it was the the most no, lightning. Of I'd be the, the same as you. Races. I'm not I'm not a big uh, sectional man whatsoever. I'd like to be. I don't have the time. Yeah, yeah. Or the I, inclination. I, 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 I actually I actually don't need to think about having a bet in that race. That race. I just want to see any power run and win. Yeah, I kind of agree. Yeah, yeah. I kind of agree. Yeah. Okay. And the other grade one on the Friday um, is the well. It's the equivalent of Neptune, I guess. It's the champion novice hurdle over two mile and four furlongs. Uh, likes of, say, Bacardi's will go here. Blueberry will probably go here. Death Duty, we know, is probably going to miss the meeting completely. Is that right, Chris? Yeah, look, I've seen a couple of things on Twitter earlier. It looks like it's going to miss anyway. Okay, because that was yeah. probably the race they were going to aim that one at. Likes yeah. of Champagne Classic is in there. Champagne Festival winner, of course. Um, yeah, there's so many double entries in here. If you haven't got a fancy, it's fine, because I'm not really sure what will line up. Demo. Yeah, every so often, William Mullins seems to hold back one decent novice for this festival. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Blueberry is that for me. I think he must, um, he fell at Clomel, so I'd say his form rather fell apart. But last time at Fairy House, at the Fairy House Festival, he was brilliant beating um, Outspoken. And um, Outspoken. Yeah, he beat him the last twice, like, and he was, I thought he was very impressive at Fairy House. Outspoken the time before that as well was second to Albac de Plassies, who's, who's a decent horse, yeah. and was just about beaten by him. So I think Blueberry is very good. He comes here with an awful lot less mileage than some of these uh, come into the race, and I think the, um, the fact that he was pulled out of the two mile novice grade one and left in this, I think, would suggest that this is his trip, and I think he'll take all the beating then. Yep. I wouldn't put you off. Yeah, but uh, Bacardi's for me with a run here, Dean. Yeah. Um, I thought he was pretty unlucky in the Neptune where he got badly hampered. Um, and the run before that over Christmas or February, sorry. Yeah, the Deloitte, like, um, it was just muck. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't look great now with the form of Bunkoff early being second and Brele being third, but uh, I really like Bacardi's. Um, and it's, it's probably going to spill down this week as well by the look of it, so he looks an out and out there. Was bad, very badly hampered, as I said, in, in, in the Neptune. 
I think that trip there you go in if he runs in that um, race be the right trip for him I think uh, so I yeah, think he, yeah I I'd think like so. to, I like I've no idea what's going or not going out this stage yeah. of the week so I'd like to see that first but, but fair yeah. enough um, no, no, no strong opinion anyway one of my bets of the week is I hope on that day um, listen up everybody <laughs> uh, in the 420 which is a uh, well it's a novice handicap over two mile five funnels uh, Balco de Flos who was leading him a merry dance in the JLT he's going to run off a one, mark a 143 um, I think he's far better than that Diamond King will be diverted so it looks um, rest of that field have got zero chance unless Shantou Village turns up who's very very smart I would like to see Shantou Village run at Punchstown actually but I think Balco de Flos is a serious punt in that 420 will Tiger Roll go maybe I mean they'll run it somewhere won't they they have to yeah probably one too many races this oh, year yeah another Gigginstown one another on another Gigginstown one yeah. for the yeah true 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 just look out for this for Jesse Harrington it is her time of year and I know she's had a great season anyway Woodland Opera was mighty on bad ground at Fairy House when I saw really it. really good day. Yeah. absolute tank in a bad field but looked like he could have gone around three or four times in supreme order so wherever Woodland Opera turns up I'm sure there'll be money for it but Balco de Flores do not miss that on the Friday big big hope for me um, what about Saturday uh, I know it's a good bit away and we probably all talk again before that but likes of Let's Dance and Augusta Cape probably going that Mayor's Grade 1 yeah it's a properly good race again the interesting angle for me on this race Dean is that it will decide the Trainers Championship I'd oh, imagine well, yeah, yeah. Um, and was that Augusta K it's hard to back these mares after or these fillies after a big run like that um, she was brilliant Let's Dance might just not take in an awful lot of racing she just mightn't improve for it um, and I think it's a race Dean that I will uh, happily watch again but uh, I would definitely not have a, yeah. an opinion on it without seeing prices or anything just yet okay uh, one for Saturday as well is one of Rich's runners Renetti uh, is run on oh, Saturday. How good was that? And oh, he was brilliant. Yeah. If we can just step back to, uh, if we can just step back to Ferry House for a little while, yeah. this horse absolutely pissed in. Um, Ruby tried to stop the horse from going about six or seven times. Uh, eventually, just said, "Here, on you go there," and literally dotted yeah. in like yeah. uh, nine, ten lengths. Could have won by any amount uh, against the Plodden Shed, which is decent enough form. Yep. Tombstone and Third and White out and Ford. Yeah, and form. literally destroyed these. Yeah. So I don't know whether their horse is quirky or something like that, or, or just doesn't uh, goes the odd day or something like that. But I'd look forward to seeing Renetti again. And didn't look like he'd done too much work in that race either. So yep. should be no no issues. That's in a Great B handicap hurdle on the Saturday okay. over two mile four. And I think when you look at what Rich is possibly going to line up in there I'd love to see Max Dynamite back I see that's got an entry in there um, and also Mullingard have got like you said Renetti Open Eagle could run in that race and uh, we're assuming Gertine Swerves it haven't yeah. just talked and, up everything and else and the greatest the greatest named horse in training runs in that as well an air horse one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for Harry Fry so. yeah, yeah. Um, but a decent form of that horse as well actually uh, yeah. it was fourth last time out now but yeah, um, oh, that's a talented beast. There'll definitely be there'll definitely be a bit of value in that he, race. I think Good that field. horse hit the last um, at Cheltenham. Yeah, he was coming there. Uh, he was definitely coming there. Yeah. Uh, so it'd be good to see that one again. Actually, that Grade B looks all right. Yeah, it does. You know, who yeah. could be a really good bet as well, lads. Is uh, Mary Debbie, who runs in the four-year-old hurdle on the Saturday as well. Yeah. Um, okay. She well, missed. We have another chance of a triumph race, don't we? In this. Yeah, exactly. Um, so she missed Cheltenham, but prior to that, team we were all mad about her. As you know, and I think yeah. debut performance was the best juvenile performance I'd seen this season until she flopped the following time. But um, yeah, the vibes about her that they weren't good. They weren't. Um, so if she's there in 
there's a bit of money knocking around for her, she'll take all the beating as well. Yeah, likely to take on the likes. Well, I'm assuming Project Blue Book won't back up so quickly, but might do. Might do after Fairy House. That had a pretty tough race of Fairy House. But Mega Fortune, mm-hmm. uh, Deffy Desire won't be there. Lights up a poem and stuff could run in that. And we are a good few days away from Saturday. Um, I'm going to give you all an opportunity to give us a nap of the Punchestown meeting. Uh, you can go for a short one, but if you give me a short one, I want a long one. Um, I was my, my nap actually was I came in with my nap as you never called for the race on Thursday yeah. but now that uh, Dermot's at the big enough opposition the other one, yeah, yeah. I've, I've opposition in there then it's a definite nap because of the horse <laughs> because of the horse that it's running against so uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going somewhere <laughs> I know, was real serious, you know? very good yeah, very just good. to throw you off so I'm going to stick with it I'm going to stick with you never call for Kim Bailey and, and punch it down on Thursday very good God very you're good. full of it right and, 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 and Adam Kirby to have a winner at some point is that fair yeah yeah you should do it won't be punch town whatever race Gertine knocks up for um, yeah. I think he'll go very very close but I think just from the freshest angle class angle and everything else Dean I think Diamond King has to be the nap of the week at 7-1 to one in price. that yeah. champion chase he went off a very short price at Cheltenham when you think about it in a handicap of that nature he was really well fancy coming up to it he's had a breeding operation he barely had a run there and um, he'll take absolutely all the beating Dean. yeah just get all your money on disco tomorrow yeah, sort um, yourself out for the week. That'll sort that, yourself out for the week. That's yeah. the plan. I think that's not yeah. a bad. He loses now, Chris. You're gonna have a mob chasing yeah, I'm, you. I'm never coming around. Punches down tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, fine. Yeah. Just come and find me and Dermot at the trap. Yeah, we'll point you in the direction of uh, of Disco <laughs> Reed. It won't be too hard to find. Sobbing yeah. in a corner, and then yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, I like those because they're Dean, all fair who have prices. You got? Who have you got? Balco de Flores wins okay. on Friday, oh. and um, okay. that's a uh, that's my one. I'd say it's the horse I'm most looking forward to this week. I think there's plenty more to come from. It's some great racing, isn't it? It really is. It's a fantastic. It's kind of the last kind of Hirano, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. For it's the jump again. season, but it's we've Chelsem got some classy again. types. It is again. Yeah, it's a better version of Cheltenham than you know Angel. Yeah, else, is it? it's a great week. Yeah. It's different. I, I really like it, and there's a, there's a good mixture of um, competitive and, um, handicaps and all sorts. of Any stuff of our UK it. listeners, if you have a day off or anything this week, pop over on a cheap flight. Uh, punch us down not too far out of Dublin you get a bus or you can get a taxi between a few mates go out and have fun because it's great crack yep. there's a town called Nace just beside us where the party will continue after go out have a bit of fun and um, Irish listeners obviously you can go but if you are in the UK get a cheap Ryanair flight over for 30 or 40 quid and ha- you'll have a great day yeah. you really will it's easier to get around than Cheltenham uh, oh, yeah, it's, it's good fun set. good great food set. good stalls great setup. You're you can view the racetrack from everywhere get out and have some fun yep there are other airlines available as well. Just to point that out. In yeah. Case, uh, yeah. Yeah, there are other airlines available. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, finally, just one final big up for our hosts, of course, delivering that check on the Tuesday to the Irish Ninja Jockeys Funds of £10,000. Thanks great. to them. Absolutely hammering Team GB in the Betbright Cup at Cheltenham. So we get another chance to celebrate that success. That'll all happen tomorrow at Punchestown. Everyone have a great week. Uh, thanks very much for listening to the Race Hour podcast uh, brought to you with our hosts at Betbright. Thanks, Chris. Thanks a lot, Dean. Thanks, Dermot. Thank you, Dermot. Cheers, gents. Yeah!